you for joining us as we continue to think about harvest. Back on the patio at home, I have a, a small pear tree in a pot. I've had it about four years and I've had no real harvest before, but this year it's produced five proper looking pears. Now with some garden produce you can tell when they're ready for harvesting. So tomatoes, just by glancing at them, you can tell whether they're ripe or not. But I'm not really sure, I wasn't really sure looking at my pear tree, when was the right time to harvest the crop. But I was given this advice, that you know pears are ripe for the harvest, that if you gently lift them and twist them, they should just easily come off the tree in your hand. Seems like a good rule to help. Well, today our reading is from the New Testament. We're looking at a passage, famous story of the woman at the well from John's Gospel. And Jesus says, open your eyes, look at the fields, they are ripe for the harvest. Open your eyes, look at the fields, they are ripe for the harvest. Now we know that when Jesus used images from agricultural life, he was teaching about the kingdom. We know that Jesus wasn't talking about a harvest of grain, but that actually Jesus is talking about the greater harvest of people for and into the kingdom of God. Well, let's read this story together and then we'll spend a few minutes thinking about what Jesus was saying and what John wanted us to grasp as he's put this account in his gospel. The context of this story, as I've said, is that Jesus has met this Samaritan woman at the well. And we know that Jesus is breaking quite a few taboos here. First of all, he's speaking to a Samaritan. That on itself would mean that many stricter Jews would see him as unclean just in his engagement relating to this Samaritan. And of course, Jesus shouldn't be speaking to a, a woman on her own. And what was this woman doing on her own in the middle of the day? She couldn't have been a woman of respect and dignity to be out there on her own in the heat of the day. If she'd been part of the community properly, she'd have been gathering the water with the rest of the women in the earlier part of the day. Well, Jesus has an amazing conversation with this woman, as we know, and there's a deep spiritual encounter going on, a life-changing encounter going on. And the disciples arrive back kind of on the end of this conversation, and they're obviously surprised to see Jesus speaking to a Samaritan woman, a woman on her own, and uh, at this time of day. But we're going to read from John chapter 4, verses 27 to 38, find out a bit more. John chapter 4, 27 to 38. Just then his disciples returned. They were surprised to find him talking with a woman, but no one asked, what do you want or why are you talking with her? Then leaving the water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have bought him some food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying? It's still four months until harvest. I tell you, open your eyes. Look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. 
Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I send you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labour. Well, the Samaritan woman, after her amazing conversation with Jesus, she leaves the water jar behind. In her excitement, she rushes off back to her hometown to tell her Samaritan community there to come for themselves and see Jesus at the well. And so a crowd from the town head back up to the well to come and see for themselves. The disciples seem to have left Jesus on his own to go and source some food. And, and as they've returned, they're desperate for Jesus to eat. But Jesus answers them cryptically. I have food to eat that you know nothing about. And the disciples typically misunderstand Jesus's meaning. I'm sure I would have misunderstood it too. But Jesus explains to them, well, my food is to do the will of him who sent me to finish his work. For Jesus, talking to this lonely, desperate woman, Samaritan woman, about the kingdom was the most important thing he could have done. He was prioritising the work of the kingdom, doing the Father's will, putting others' needs over his own. And maybe he could sense or knew that the crowd was heading up his way from this Samaritan town, heading up the well, towards the well, to, to speak to him, to see for themselves. For now, for Jesus, the priority for him and his disciples is not having lunch, not satisfying their, their hunger, but in doing the will of the Father and reaching out to this lost people heading his way. And so we get these well-known words, open your eyes, look at the fields, they are ripe for the harvest. If we go back to my pear tree, it probably took me no more than 30 seconds to harvest the few pears I had when the time was right. But you can imagine the scene in the time of Jesus, that moment the crop was deemed to be ready. The sower would call everyone around, the farmer would call everyone around in to help him gather that crop. Harvest was a time for action. And in this country, I'm sure these days farmers check the weather forecast and probably have scientific ways of telling when their crops are, are at their optimum ready. But when they are ready, it's all go. Everybody comes and gathers in the crop, all hands on deck. For Jesus, the time is now. The approaching Samaritans are ready to hear the good news. It's time for action. It's time for Jesus and his disciples to grasp the moment, not to be thinking of lunch, but to be thinking of doing the will of the Father and serving the harvest of the kingdom. The woman at the well has piqued the interest of those in her town, in her community. Her testimony, her story of come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. Her question, could this be the Messiah, has opened their hearts to the possibility that Jesus is the one. And now Jesus and the disciples have some harvesting to do. I wonder what priority we give to this kingdom harvest. Jesus describes it as the will of his Father. It wasn't just the will of his Father for him, but for all who follow him. And he says to his followers, he says to us, open your eyes and see. The harvest in this Samaritan town started with the story of one 
discredited woman. What could your story or my testimony about Jesus start? Is it time for us to share it? Why not pray that Jesus would give us an opportunity to sow the good news through our words this week with someone? Why don't we pray that Jesus would open our eyes to the great need of those around us to discover faith in Jesus? Let's just pray. Father, at this time of harvest, may our eyes be opened up to the possibility of drawing others into your kingdom. May we be willing to share our story. And may we be ready to see when it's time to harvest. May we partner with others in drawing others into your kingdom. For your name's sake. Amen.